Hi you guys, welcome back to Still Figuring It Out. I'm your host, Kirsty. Happy um, whenever you're listening to this. I am recording this on Thursday per usual. I'm actually am pretty good, glad that I have like a set schedule now when it comes to recording this because I feel like with like different schedules for work and trying to figure that out and sometimes I would honestly record on the same day that I would post and that's just like, it's not good for me. I like to have things spaced out in a way that it's not all jumbled together and messy and I'm just you guys know I'm a planner I plan things I'm organized that's just how it is so I feel like Thursdays have actually been like my recording days because even like in the summer I would always record like on a Friday or Saturday and I just it's kind of nice to get it done and out in the morning because it feels like just such a good like fulfillment to have it done and it makes me feel more productive during the day I'm currently recording this at 8 46 in the morning I've been up since like 7 30 I've been getting up I've been saying this but I've been getting up so early because I've been going to bed early as well which has been actually honestly really nice um I go to bed at like 11 now instead of like after 12 and I mean I know that's still kind of late but if you think about it, I go to bed at 11, I get up at 7.30, that's still like eight and a half hours, which is pretty nice instead of like, I'm not kidding you guys, like when I was younger, I used to sleep in, especially on my days off or like in the summertime, I would sleep in until like almost noon. And now that I'm older, I've kind of just really appreciated not only my days off, but just my days. Because when you have your days off and you're working eight hours, you're not getting home until like almost 5.36, you really want to take in the time to not only just enjoy your days off but to do stuff too I was always someone that liked to just like relax and not do anything and just stay in bed and now I just want to get stuff done or I feel the need to just be productive and do things I guess and I do have stuff I need to do today I have like all of it on my calendar like all planned out because I just have a lot I have to do in like the next week or so which isn't like too much it's pretty much like all the same stuff I finally have a workable schedule for my writing. I know the days I'm doing it, the days I'm taking off, and I mean, some weeks it's going to change given like some different circumstances, but I feel like I have a pretty set schedule, especially with like work now being like the normal hours that I want for once in my life. For the last two months it hasn't been, so I'm really happy. Also, like if you feel like you're in a situation at work where you can't say anything or you're frustrated, please just... Ooh, sorry, please just speak out, speak up, um, because it does help, even if you don't think it will, it is the best decision I did was actually say how I felt instead of letting it faster more because it got things done, and I'm really happy about that, um, I'm crossing my fingers and toes that it stays like that, or at least is somewhat normal because I feel like I've have so much more energy and I get so much more done and I have started to become a morning person which I like I could have never said that to myself even like last year or years ago but um it's really nice and that's just my already long ramble about (laughs) work and stuff but it has been really nice I haven't I'm trying to think like what have I done this week and the only thing that comes to mind is drinking which is what I've been doing a lot. Um, I've been hanging out with my friends. It is funny because I was with um, my best friend on Tuesday, so a couple of days ago, and he was saying, like, you know, his job is really 
grueling and stuff and long hours and everything. And he's like, you know, I need, he's like, I appreciate the one day a week that we see each other because it's really beneficial to my mental health and the self-care that I need when I come home. Cause he's like, he's all about like self-care and taking time for yourself, especially when you're working so much, you don't feel like you have the time to do it or like you have things that you look forward to like on the weekends and stuff. And I have actually really been doing that a lot more. I feel like I finally um, started watching Netflix again. But I'm the type of person where I'm like, okay, if I'm going to watch something or if I'm going to read something, I'm going to read either a chapter a night, which I say that I still haven't read in so long and I need to. I think it's honestly because I hate the book that I'm reading right now. I don't like absolutely hate it so much I'm gonna finish it because I've been that person that doesn't finish a book and I feel guilty and I'm like oh I only bought it because it was cheap but I'm like I need to finish it I'm like pretty much almost halfway through and I just need to get it done because I bought other books and there's another book that I want to read so bad I don't know if you guys have heard of it you probably have I heard it on Katie Bilotti's podcast Thick and Thin which if you don't listen to that podcast I highly recommend it she's amazing Um, she was talking about the book Untamed by Glennon Doyle, and I really want to download it onto my tablet to read, because I feel like that might encourage me more to read it. I don't know, because I always look at screens at night, on my phone, on my computer, but I really want to read that book, and I'm trying to tell myself, I have to finish this book before I do that, because it's not like a fiction book, it's just like a, like a regular type of book, just like reading through. Um, but I really want to read that, because I've heard such good things about it. But I have to tell myself I have to finish this book and then I will read it. So. But yeah, I've been watching Netflix. Like I started this week again, like like watching a show. And I've been watching the show Ratched um, from Ryan Murphy. He created it. Sarah Paulson is um, the main character in it, which I, she's an incredible actress. And I'm not going to give like too much away or like say too much, but I will say that it's not the better of the shows that he's created um I'm still gonna watch it I mean it's only eight episodes and they're all like maybe like 50 minutes or more which is totally acceptable to watch an episode a night especially when I'm like getting into bed to unwind it's really nice um again not the best not the worst thing he's created I will say I loved the show Hollywood if you guys have not seen that highly recommend the same thing it's only like really short episodes it's like one season it's so good. Like, if you're into, like, old Hollywood and, like, all that stuff, highly recommend. I loved it. I watched it over during quarantine. I think in the summertime, I want to say, when it came out. Like, or May. May or June. It's been, like, you guys, honestly, this year has felt so long. I My months are, like, jumbled together. There's, like, a meme that I saw where people were, like, January, February, quarantine, December. And I'm, like, you're not wrong. But I will say September has been very promising. I started doing fall things I went apple picking uh this past Monday with my mom because I had the day off and it wasn't like the best it was really expensive but I haven't gone out I went apple picking last year but I really wanted to go again and I will say it was worth it but it was really picked over the orchards aren't that great this year I mean given some circumstances with like COVID and the fires you know it's not going to be the best but it was still a good experience. It was still something I could cross off my list of things I wanted to do for fall. Um, yeah, so that's been really great. Um, 
I'm already starting to plan like Halloween costumes of what I want to um, be. And I have some ideas. And I'm not going to tell you guys yet, but um, they're good ideas. I love to go all out for Halloween or just like I love dressing up for Halloween because I love the idea of being someone other than yourself. As cheesy and cliche as that is, but I just, I really, really do love that, um, <laughs> which has been great. Um, yeah, I can't believe that September is like literally almost over soon and we're going to be in my favorite month, which is October. Um, I'm trying to think, oh, I'm going to Salem this Sunday with a bunch of my girlfriends, Salem, Massachusetts. It's like the home of like spooky stuff and all that things and the witch trials and it's just like stuff that I love and I'm glad that I've it took me a while but I'm glad that I found a group of like good friends that want to do stuff like that or hang out or just are up for things like that and it's really it's really nice and I feel very lucky that I have such a good balance of people in my life and it feels really nice to finally have that um so yeah um I will definitely talk more about that because I feel like it's going to be different this year because they were all about like doing tours and like having like it was it's so busy during October like you don't even want to be there during that time the last time I went was um, my senior year of college and it was so busy I actually like took the day out of school and my mom and I drove up there, like, on a Wednesday in October. It was really fun. And I'm excited to go back with my friends. My And also my friends are the type that were, like, we go all out when it comes to stuff. So my friend was, like, the attire is black. And I have this, like, black and kind of yellowish gold dress that I got at the thrift store. It was originally a $50 dress. I'm actually literally, like, holding it in my hands right now. It's, like, hung up. But I'm, like, looking at it. I got it for like $12 and I'm like, this is such a steal. It's so pretty. So I might wear that. It's going to be like almost 80. That's why I'm like, all black might be a little hard to do, but I just want an excuse to wear this dress because it's so pretty. So updates to come. I will keep you updated on that in the next episode if you are wondering and want to know or maybe if you're going to be taking a trip up there too or you're curious and you don't know how it's going to be I'm excited nevertheless we're going to be leaving like early afternoon and just spending a day up there and it's like you know I actually requested the day off of it from work because I haven't had a Sunday off since like maybe the beginning of summer or since I started work up again back in June so it was really nice and I'm really really looking forward to it. So those are my updates. Oh, and I also actually like wrote on the side of like my notes that I'm looking at. It says ear update. Um, so I went to an ENT, which is an ear, nose and throat doctor this past Tuesday. I went in the morning and he looked at like, I told him like what ear it was, like what I've been experiencing for, since like August and like things I've been taking and what they told me and what they've seen. He was like, okay, so we'll look at the good ear first. He was like, that one's perfectly fine. And he looked in my right ear, and he literally, sorry this is gross, but I found it, like, very soothing and, like, <laughs> pleasing. Um, he had to vacuum out my ear at least, like, five times, I want to say, like, going in and out with it. And it, I had to, like, close my eyes because it hurt a little bit because, like, they're literally, like, vacuuming wax out and, like, 
all that stuff. So it does hurt, like, especially having pressure on such a sensitive part of your body, which is, like, your ears and stuff. He was literally, he finished up and he was like, your ear was so filled with stuff, I couldn't even see your eardrums. And I was like, wow. He was like, he got everything out. It was from, like, the other medication I was taking and just, like, all the buildup from that. And he was like, it's still a little affected, but I could, the thing is, is that I can hear like, before I had problems where, like, my ear would, like, shift in and out of, like, hearing things. It would, like, feel like a suction. Like, it was getting sucked in. Which wasn't fun. But I will say, since I, from having this since August, my ear does feel better. But he said it's still a little infected. But now that there's nothing in the ear, he prescribed me to take more drops but less amounts. Still twice a day. And he said to take it for like a couple of days. So I started it yesterday. So I'm probably going to do it until like Friday or Saturday. Because I do it like morning and night at like 8 o'clock. Which I think is pretty good. So I think I might stop by Saturday. Because I don't want to do it too much. But it does feel better. It's not 100%. But it's it's pretty much there. I will say. I'm hoping that I don't have to do any more updates after this. But thank you for coming along with me on my journey. <laughs> but... I thought I would talk about the topic of this podcast and kind of just talk about how it came to be. I literally wrote this topic down on a sticky note at work, just the title and my settling. And I put down article idea and podcast idea. I put it in my pocket and I was like, I'm someone who like when I get a writing idea, like I'm the person who gets it at like one in the morning and I have to like write it down in my notes on my phone or else I'm going to forget it. And I just thought of the idea. I thought of the title and I'm like, you know what? We're going to talk about it because if something is on my mind and it is causing me stress or anxiety or frustration, then I have learned that I had to be someone who talks about it, whether it be in my journal, whether it be in an article, or now that I have this platform, whether it be on here. And I thought it'd be an interesting thing to talk about because I feel like you know, when you feel like you're the only person who's going through it, and I'm just like, you know, I definitely don't think I am someone who is the only person going through something like this, especially now with, like, COVID happening and, like, the whole dating aspect and realm of going out and doing stuff and meeting people is a lot harder, and so maybe that person that you've been seeing for so long, you're, quote-unquote, settling with that person because you're maybe afraid of the fact that if you lose this person then you're going to have a harder time trying to find somebody else because of the way that this world is fucked up right now which I mean is totally the least of anyone's problems trying to find a partner um, when our world is quite literally falling apart um, and we have two months until the elections less than two months until the election which I just want to say on here I'm not going to give my political views that if you have listened to my stuff you pretty much know what I believe in but that is not the time and place right now um, I just want to say, if you are not registered to vote, please do that. Um, register to vote. Check if you're registered to vote. If you need an absentee ballot, if you need a mail-in ballot, please go online to get your resources and check. Because, And if you are mailing a ballot, make sure you're doing it the week before the election so they have enough time to look at it and get it. And just please do your part, you guys. If you are upset with the world and everything that is changing, and if you just believe in all the things that are right and should be valued and not looked over, please do your part and be the change because if you don't think your voice matters and you're just like, oh, I'm just this one person, your one vote could change the way that things see things, that change the way that things happen. 
And I just really want to preface that because it's such an important election, probably one of the most important ones that we've had, and I don't want to see it sway the other way. And I'd be lying if I said I wasn't a little scared of how things would are going to be. But if you are like me and you just know that things are a little shitty right now, please just do your part. I'm not going to shove it down your throat, but and I'm not going to remind you every single episode I do this, but I just thought I would do this because I actually went in and got my, um, I asked for my mail-in ballot so I could do that. Um, so just please do it, you guys. You have time, but don't wait until last minute or don't wait because you think you can, you have enough time. Believe me, with the way things are, you need to get it done ASAP. So just thought I would do that. So I'm kind of going to talk about, I have it in quotes, talk about this dumb thing that I almost did. So, and I, you know, I'm always going to be honest with you guys. I'm never going to, I say this all the time, but like, honestly, I'm honestly, I'm never going to be not honest with you guys. I'm not going to sugarcoat things. I'm going to tell you what has been going on in my life because why am I going to lie to you? Why am I going to pass over things, especially when they're important to things like this? So I was out with the guy that I had been seeing and, you know, I'm not going to say that I'm like the biggest like sexual person. Um, I do have sexual tendencies. I do have needs and all that. I do have all that stuff. I'm not going to go too into it, but you know what I mean. I'm not the biggest sexual person. I was a late bloomer when it came to that stuff and whatnot. There are things that I like, things that I don't like, things that I'm new to, things that I'm learning, things that I'm adjusting, things that I will try. But I was, we were hooking up in the back of his truck, which is most of the time where we hook up. Um, that's another episode for another story. Um, and you know, he did things to me and when it came for me to do things to him that way I hesitated I didn't want to do it I was uncomfortable I didn't feel like it and I looked back at it and I I remember in the moment I didn't feel bad about it because it wasn't what I wanted and then after it happened and he dropped me off I felt so ashamed and I felt really shitty about myself and I literally kid you not I'm not gonna read it I'm not that honest with you guys but I sent him a long text and and it was basically saying how I felt like a hypocrite for you know I can talk the talk but I can't do it um I felt like I was a tease. I felt like he had, he had every right to be frustrated and upset. And I didn't. I literally said to him, I was like, I don't want you to hate me because of what I did. And I, he didn't respond. And he was like, I'm not upset. Just like speak your mind next time. And I will be the first to admit that I've always had problems when it comes to communication. I'm not the best person with that. I have never been someone who can express my feelings at the drop of a hat or I'm good at that. Um, I always let them fester and get in my head and I know that's not healthy and I'm trying to learn to do better, but that's just, that's how I've always been. And it's hard to adjust to a new normal when you're so used to being comfortable in that type of situation. 
Um, but I'm learning and I think that's the most that you can do is tell yourself that you can get better. You can't do it overnight, but you can try. And, you know, I remember thinking to myself, like I was actually crying because I felt so bad. But then I thought to myself and I was like, why the fuck am I apologizing? And I have this problem when it comes to relationships is that, excuse me, I apologize for things that I shouldn't have to apologize for or feel sorry for or feel like I'm going to lose this person because of something that I didn't want to do or wasn't comfortable with. And that shouldn't be up to them for them to decide. It's not your fault and you didn't do anything wrong. And that's something I feel like I have to tell myself more often when it comes to situations like that is that if I didn't want to do that, I shouldn't have to apologize for not doing it. I shouldn't have to feel sorry or feel ashamed or feel embarrassed that I didn't want to do it. I should be able to say or learn to say, look, I don't feel like doing that. Maybe another time. I don't feel comfortable doing it. Let's do something else. Or what can you suggest that we can do together? Or what can I do for you that isn't that, but is something that I feel comfortable right now doing? And I mean, it all goes back to communication. And yes, I suck at it. And yes, I'm trying to do better. You've already heard that. But if you are, if someone makes you feel bad for something that you didn't want to do because they wanted you to do it, you shouldn't feel obligated to feel sorry for it. And so I felt stupid. And so the next day, he still hadn't responded to me. He responded like at, in the afternoon, and I did this like late at night that night. So my initial thought when it comes to that stuff, or when it comes to any person like that, when I get frustrated or something happens with that person is that my mind goes to, oh my God, they're not going to want to be with me. They're not going to want to see me again. It's over. Whatever it is that we are, which I will get into that after and why I chose this topic. I just get all these bad negative thoughts and it consumes me. And so I think of doing stupid things, which I don't recommend doing this. I'm not telling you that what I did was perfect or a good idea, but I texted my ex. And by text, I slid into his DMs on Instagram and I said, I know this is random, but are you free to fuck? I flat out said that because I haven't fucked him since June of this year. Look, I'm not saying I'm perfect. Do not ever follow my relationships. I've been with this guy. Basically, I'll tell you my dating history this year. I started seeing the guy that I've been seeing last December. I've been seeing him for nine months. We aren't official. We aren't anything like that. He isn't seeing other people. But I started sleeping with my ex back in December too, like a week after, week or two after I had started seeing him. And we had been hooking up and seeing each other on and off until June when just didn't start happening anymore. And then I text him again. So that is all caught up on that, which is pretty important, I guess, because when I'm talking about this person, you're like, oh, like maybe she's so happy, but like, that's another thing. Like, am I? But, um. So I texted him and my problem when it comes to people or when it comes to going back to people is I don't know when to give up or when to stop or when to end the situation because I just want it to last. Even if it's the shittiest situation, even if it's the wrong person. I want it to last because I want someone in my life or I want 
the idea of someone being there for me, even if I am the one who has to continuously be the one to open up and make the plans and text them first and all that. And so we never set a time. So the next day came and I was like, okay, I'm heading over. And he was like, no, you're not. I said, what do you mean? He said, we never made plans. You said after this certain time, he's like, I get caught up with family stuff. I don't know when I'm going to be done. And so I did something and normally I would be like, okay, it's totally fine. And I would be stupid enough and say, oh, well, I'm free then. So let me know if you're not too busy. Totally okay if you're not. Like I literally am probably saying something that I probably put into a text or a message multiple fucking times. And so I said something instead and I said to him, you know, that's fine. I said, if you want to reach out and when you're not busy, I'll be happy to come by. But I am no longer going to reach out to you. I said, if you want to do this, then you have to be the one to do it. And I literally, I'm not kidding you guys. I literally got a text from last night at like 930. I was like, do you want to come over? And I was like, you know, I'd been writing for like four hours. I was tired. Could have used it, not going to lie. But I was like, you know what? It's too late. I don't want to. I had plan. I already had my plans to lay in bed and watch my show. And I'm not going to change that for someone, especially an ex, you guys. Like, if you are going to back to an ex and you already had plans and stuff, this made me feel like I was still in a relationship with them. When he would say, oh, I'm free this day or you can come over this day. And I would cancel plans with my friends that I made plans with weeks in advance. It was going back to that vicious cycle. And I knew to myself, I had the audacity to say to myself, you know what? I'm not going to give this person the same satisfaction that I gave them when we were in a relationship. I mean, yeah, I was stupid to say like I'm free tomorrow, meaning today. But you know what? I have started to learn that. I'm probably not going to expect it to happen. And it's pretty shitty to think that, but it's just something that I've already expected after going through it and having the cycle go around so much and so fast that my eyes are going cross-eyed at the thought of it because I, if I already know that that's how it's going to be, then I think to myself sometimes, like, why the fuck am I continuing to let it happen? Why does this person have such a hold on me that I can feel the need to go back to them whenever I get upset about a mother boy in my life? And it's just such an unhealthy coping mechanism, and it never occurred to me until now when I was like, you know, this is fine, it's just something to talk about and laugh about with friends, but in, you know, in all honesty, it's kind of fucking with my head. And it's not a healthy situation to be in and it's not okay because the fact of the matter is that I have to admit it to myself that I am never going to be more to this person than just an easy hookup. I'm never going to be their first choice or their second. I might be one of their choices down the line because if they've gone through every other person and I'm next, then I guess I can consider that my best. And... You know, a part of me had always thought that, oh, well, he's reaching out to me now. It's been a couple of years. Maybe he'll want to be with me again. And I had to think to myself, why the fuck would I want to be with this person again when all he wants from me is just my body? And I just want to say, if you're in this situation, I'm never going to judge you for the things that you do. It's not my life. It's not my opinion. It's not any of my business to stick my nose into it. I just want to tell you that you 
deserve so much better. And I need to say this to not only somebody else, but I need to say it to myself. I need to for once fucking believe it. That you deserve so much more than whatever this person is giving to you. If it's an ex, if it's a person you've been dating for a while, if it's a new person. If they are not giving you what you deserve and not making you feel like you're worthy, then why the fuck are you with them? Why are you allowing that person to come into your life and do all that to you when you deserve better? You just do. And I wish I had told myself that nine months ago when this was happening. But I just, I love the idea of feeling needed and feeling wanted and feeling like, oh, you don't miss me. I'd be like, oh, you miss me that much that you could have me again. I love that idea. But what I didn't love was waiting by the phone and getting stood up and getting upset because it brought me back to the times when I was with him. And I didn't like those times. I didn't like myself in that relationship. I didn't like who I was two years ago. And it's funny because it was actually two years ago, a few days ago, um, when he broke up with me. And I just find it so funny that I'm still thinking about the same asshole. It's like, why are you going to go back to someone and allow them to break your heart for a second time when they already did it? Like, why, why are you allowing that? And I was partly saying this to myself and partly saying it to whoever's listening to this and needs to hear this. But I have to tell you, they're not going to change. They may get older and they may cut their hair and gain or lose some weight, but their personality, their soul is always going to be the same. It's not going to change whether you want it to or not or whether you believe that, oh, if I give them time to work on what they need and let them grow themselves that they'll flourish, but at the end they're just going to stay in a standstill. And they're not going to change because they're selfish. And they know that part of you, part of them thinks that they'll always have you by their hold and you have to be brave enough and strong enough to detach yourself from them, to let go of that idea that they control you, that they have you because they don't, because you were strong enough to let them go and live your fucking life to be better and not think about them. I have worked so hard in these two years to develop my confidence, to know my worth, to make friends that will last forever, to work on my career, my passions, to do things that I thought I needed a man to do or a boy or a relationship or a guy. You get the idea. Why am I going to have that person come back in my life and destroy everything that I worked so hard for? Everything that I did was not for them. It was for myself. And I'm fucking proud of that. I'm proud of the fact that I did it all without somebody or that I made it through a lot of things when I was barely hanging by a thread. And I won't go too into the details of like, you know, it was such a dark time when I was going through that because it was, but 
is in the past and we are so much better two years later um I actually almost forgot about it that day um because I'm so happy as happy as I can be I guess um And, you know, I have never been someone who knew what I wanted when I came to love, I guess. Um, my dating history has been pretty up and down. Um, I felt like I was with guys because I needed to. Or I, you know, after my ex broke up with me, I kind of spent that whole year dating people. And part of me wished that I spent it alone. But I had that other mindset of I needed to be with someone else. I needed to prove to myself that I am worthy of someone else's love. And truth be told, I broke off most of those relationships or dating or talking stages because... I wasn't happy in them. I didn't feel like they were fulfilling. And the worst thing is that I compare them a lot to the person that I was dating. And I look at it now and I think that's so unfair to have done because I didn't give them a full chance. And I do regret that a lot. Um, I felt bad for doing that. Um... But I thought to myself, this is what I needed. And I forced myself a lot to, you know, get on that dating app, talk to these people, go on these dates with these people and try to feel something. But I was faking it for a lot of things. And I have gotten so sick of faking love because maybe I don't know what real love is. Or maybe I haven't seen it happen. And, you know, it's always hard when you see people so happy in your life where you... It's hard for you to not get jealous. You know, my best friends just celebrated their seven-year anniversary, and he is telling me how he's going to propose to him soon, and I'm not jealous about that fact. I am so happy for them. It is in- insane to me. Um, they're the best friends I could ever ask for, and I, if anyone deserves love and figuring out what love is and actually having it stick and stay it's them and I'm so happy for them that I could just cry at the thought of it um but I just I always thought that I would never find love or be in a happy long relationship and that sounds really depressing I swear it's not but I feel like I am someone that people date before they get to the person that they're meant to be with if that makes any sense like you date me for a little bit break up and then all of a sudden you find the love of your life you find your soulmates and it makes me or if it, that's ever happened to you or you feel like that it makes you feel pretty shitty it makes you feel like you're just a 30-day trial until they decide that they want the full experience and I never really made me think about it until I started like seeing all of my exes like either in a relationship or some married 
or some just doing their own thing and looking a lot happier. And I don't know, it just makes you think a little bit. But I have been seeing this guy, I said, for over nine months. And, you know, he's a really great guy. I will say that. I don't have a lot of bad things to say about him. He's helped me in more ways than one when it comes to things. Um, He's really good at planning dates. I could say a lot of things about him. But the one thing that makes me feel like I'm back with my ex when it comes to hooking up is that I haven't met his family. He doesn't refer to me as his girlfriend. Granted, we haven't even had that conversation. And the part of me is scared and doesn't want it to happen because part of me knows that it won't be the answer I want. And then part of me will feel like I need to choose and I'm in limbo of what I should do. And part of me knows what I need to do but another part of me is scared of letting this person go because I've don't know how to be without somebody and maybe that's what I need is to just not have anyone in my life but I actually wrote down a word um, that and I put when it comes to my love life right now the word I use to describe it would be content comfortable And I said, I don't know if that's something I'm happy about, though. I I mean, I haven't really felt content in a relationship in a while. Granted, because I haven't had one or a person last this long in my life. I mean, granted, it's been a weird fucking year with COVID. And, like, I hadn't seen him for, like, a month or two straight. And a part of me was like, okay, well, he's not going to want to be with me during all this. But he still kept in touch. We talked on the phone. We video chatted, we did all that, and honestly, at that time, it made me really happy to know that there was someone who cared enough that even during a global pandemic, they and still a global pandemic, obviously, they wanted to be with me. And even when things were like still bad and not going anywhere, he was like he suggested like things outside and doing things outdoors. So it wasn't like oh, like I can't see you. You know, they did make time for me and. I appreciated that a lot. Um, But I don't know. I just... Maybe it's just me. When I feel like maybe something's going good, I have this, like, mindset to just sabotage it. Or I... Again, and this could all go back to just me if I fucking communicated and said what was on my mind, maybe then I could get my answer. But I'm still afraid, but I know that I deserve to know um I want to start doing something about it I want to maybe figure it out because if I'm being honest I'm so tired of giving 100% to someone when they can barely give me 50 and I think that if you are someone who does that too because you are scared of letting someone go or you feel like this is the happiest you'll be I need you to know that that's not right and it's not okay and I'm one for saying these words and not doing something because I'm in that exact same situation and who's to say that I'll even listen to my own advice but if I can't I hope that you can at least maybe one of us can actually figure it out 
as this podcast title is very true to my life because I'm still figuring a lot of things out when it comes to things. But I thought that I would end this podcast reading some things that I had wrote that I actually feel like really help with this topic. Um, They are an article that I wrote over a year ago called um, This Is What You Deserve From Somebody. And then I thought I would read the article that I wrote last night for my freelancing job that I did on this topic. So I will read the one from my old place I used to write from. So this was... um, I know it's from last year, but they always updated because right now it has... How many views? And I don't care about views. You guys know that. It has over 15,000 views. So I thought I would just read this. And I hope that it can resonate with you in a way that it did with me at a time. And maybe, you know, I always say, like, looking back at my stuff, when it's been a while, I get really emotional about it. Because it's crazy how I felt like that. And maybe I feel the same way now or I don't. And it's just crazy to look back on but here is this is what you deserve from someone I want you to take a moment and look in the mirror I want you to really see the person staring back at you in your reflection maybe you don't truly see them for who they are maybe they have some scars they hide from being burned so badly from their past Maybe their face is streaked with day-old tear stains because the pain is too much. Maybe their smile hurts from faking it so much in order to not worry their loved ones. I need you to repeat this for me. I am beautiful. I am worthy. I will get through this. Even if you don't believe it right now. Even if the state you are in right now is too hard for you to even utter those words because you know you're only lying to yourself. I promise you one day you will believe them. But if you don't start saying it to yourself now when you're at your lowest, you'll never believe them. You're probably in a state of limbo right now. Feeling lost after what feels like you came out barely alive from a long battle. Maybe you just ended things with someone who was only leading you on to the inevitable doom. Maybe you let go of someone who's battling their own demons and you know they deserve better. Whatever the case or situation, I want you to know what you deserve. Even if you have to reread every single one over and over again until it finally starts to sink in. This is what you deserve. You deserve someone who never gives you mixed signals. You deserve someone who notices how you light up a room instead of dims it. You deserve someone who makes you smile, who makes your smile hurt from how happy you feel around them. You deserve someone who would move mountains for you. You deserve someone who would swim through the roughest waves, not barely step in the water. You deserve someone who encourages you to reach your goals, not diminish them. You deserve someone who wants you to be theirs, not someone who's afraid of commitment.
You deserve someone who believes in your dreams, not undermines them. You deserve someone you'd want to introduce to your mom and friends, not hide from everyone in fear. You deserve someone who would drop everything to be by your side, not someone who had to find time for you. You deserve someone who sees and loves you for you, not someone who wants to change you. You deserve someone that doesn't make you second guess everything, someone who makes you feel definite. You deserve someone who connects with you easily, not someone you have to force something on. You deserve someone who makes your eyes light up and heart flutter, not someone who makes your stomach twist with confusion, your eyes brim with tears, and heart ache from the pain they cause. You deserve someone who would wipe your tears for you, not someone who's the reason you're crying in the first place. You deserve someone who makes you feel full, not someone who makes you feel lonely. You deserve someone that never makes you question your worth, but gives you a reason for why you're worthy. You deserve someone who takes you out of your darkness, not bring more into your life. And lastly, you deserve someone who made you realize why every other person before them was wrong. Not yet another person to add to your list of people that hurt you. So trust that one day you'll be able to feel these and be in a place where everything before was leading you to something so much better. It might take time. Nothing happens overnight. But for now, remember this. You are beautiful. You are worthy. And you will get through this. I had to honestly like stop for a minute when I saw the next thing that was coming up because I'm like, this is the same thing that I'm in right now. And it all goes back to the idea of if I'm settling. And so now we will get on to the main title of my article, Am I Settling? And I wrote this yesterday. I think I already have like six or seven reblogs from this post. And it's the most popular one I've written so far for this website. And I think the thing that I love about writing is that when I get the opportunity to write how I feel and do what I want, and it helps people. Because that's all I want to do with my writing, you guys. I just want someone to know that they can relate to something. And feel that they're not alone or going through a battle by themselves. Because I used to feel that too. But here's what I will end you guys with. The biggest question of them all today. That maybe I still can't figure out. But it's relatable to my title of my podcast. Here's Am I Settling? When I was growing up, I was never someone who envisioned how their life would turn out. Sure, I had plans, like for my career and where I might end up with it. But when it came to love, there was never a clear vision. Everything sort of seemed foggy. I always wanted to be that person that had it all figured out when it came to love and relationships. But if I'm being honest, I still have no idea what I'm doing. I've had my fair share of heartbreaks and happiness with dating. Some people have stayed locked into my heart for longer than they deserve, while some have burned bridges bigger than anything life could conjure up. Some made me utter those three words and actually mean it, 
while others made me fake it, and more things as well, as a way to not let them go for fear that that's the best I'll ever get. But I think the older I get, the more I realize how miserable and unhealthy a lot of my past relationships were and made me. I always say I never regret dating someone. Each person taught me a lesson I take with me to the next one and the next one. They give me inspiration and tell me what I want and don't want for my next person and myself as well. And even though that person isn't in my life anymore, and as much as I'd prefer to not have those memories we shared play throughout my head like a broken record, the truth is, at the time it was what, what I needed and I'm thankful for them. Lately, I feel like I'm walking on a tightrope, trying so hard to balance out a person and myself, giving in more effort whereas they can't even meet me halfway, getting upset with them and doing stupid things like texting an ex because you know they can give you at least one thing and it's not commitment. Sometimes I like to think I self-sabotage love on purpose because I've gotten so good at giving someone a chance, letting them in, and then slowly letting them go. I don't really know how to make someone last because I never allow it to get to that stage. The one where you can feel them becoming more than just a stranger you met at a restaurant on a Friday night in December. The type of person who you can easily memorize the contours of their face, the freckles around their nose and the color of their eyes because it's the clearest blue you've ever seen and you still don't believe it's real. But I want to make it to go to that stage. I just don't know when the right person will come for that. Maybe I'm selfish and don't see it right in front of my eyes in this moment. Or maybe I've gotten so comfortable with contentment that I'm not able to blatantly see that what I may think I have isn't that at all. I'm so sick of apologizing for reaching out too much, for feeling the need to rely on someone and not knowing what I am to someone. I may not have known what I wanted when it came to love when I was young. But I know what I want and deserve now, and it's not this. Don't ever settle for 50%. Always expect that 100. You know, even though I wrote that last night and I read it again today, I still don't fully believe the words that I wrote. And when I tend to write things that make me frustrated, I think about it too much in the moment and everything that I was going through but I do want to believe those words you guys and I hope that if you're in a situation similar to this that anything I said or read to you can resonate even if it's the smallest little sentence or statement and I just don't ever want you to forget your worth even if you don't remember it what you are in a moment know that you are always worthy of more than what you are giving and putting out especially if they're not doing the same for you back so I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and week I'm now going to change out of my bathrobe and brush my teeth um (laughs) so I will leave it at that and I will talk to you guys all again next week bye